Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining Faith Over Fear. Week 7. It is December 6th. I just want to thank you guys for taking time to listen to last week's episode as we started a three-part mini-series on COVID-19 and how we should choose faith over fear when we're talking about the cases, the hospital rates, the death rates, and then this week jumping into vaccines, should you get it, should you not get it, and masks. And what can we do moving forward, living our lives, knowing that COVID's probably not going anywhere between the new variants and between, you know, just like the flu seasons, we're probably going to have COVID seasons now. What do we do? How does it look? What do the numbers say? So this week, I am going to talk strictly on the numbers. I am going to dabble a little bit in on what I believe the numbers say. Last week, I didn't want to give opinions. I wanted to be strictly facts and stats on what the numbers say. This week, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to relay how I take this message and these numbers and what we should do with them. So I'm going to start on the vaccines. I know this is a hot topic in the country. I know that the line has kind of been drawn in the sand as far as you're either on the side of mandated or you're on the side of don't, don't mandated. In personal opinion, we live in a free country. This is America, the land of the free. We're supposed to have our own rights to our health decisions. We're allowed to go to doctors and ask medical officials what they think we should do for X, Y, Z. That is one of the greatest things that we have in this country is the freedom to choose our health care. If you don't like a doctor, you can go choose another doctor. If you don't like the opinion you got from the doctor, you can go to another doctor. But for some reason, when it comes to this vaccine and it comes to this virus, we've thrown that completely out the window. And I, my simple question is, is why would we do that? You can look at the numbers with the vaccines and you can see, is it something that you should take or is it something that you shouldn't take? I've had many discussions with people regarding this topic. And in my opinion, in my belief, it's very simple. Off of the numbers from last week, we know that people older than 50 or people who have two or more underlying conditions are at a much higher risk of death from COVID-19. If you are a healthy individual in America, especially if you're under the age of 50, you really have nothing to fear. So when we know that about the virus, what do we know about the vaccine? We know from the vaccine, and you can go to the CDC's website, you can go to multiple medical websites to find this information. The vaccines don't prevent you from getting COVID and they don't prevent you from spreading COVID. It simply helps you fight off the symptoms if you were to get it. The point of the vaccine was to lower the death rate, not lower the amount of people who get it, but lower the death rate, lower the hospital rates. That was the point of the vaccine. And what we know by the numbers is that has worked for the high-risk categories. But what we're now starting to see is that the, the vaccine can, can kind of die off the longer you have it. That's why they're saying booster, booster, booster. I'm not saying I'm for booster. I'm not saying I'm against a booster. 
I will tell you this, I am 100% in favor of natural immunity. And I think that if you look at the numbers, Florida being a beautiful example of this, a state that never masked, masked up, never mandated a lockdown, mandated masks, mandated vaccines, they've not done any of that. And they've got the best COVID numbers in the country right now. And they've been among some of the best the whole time. Because they know that herd immunity, they know that natural immunity from a virus is better than immunity from a vaccine. Now, when we know this about the vaccines, that's not me saying that you shouldn't get it. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm not against the vaccine. I think it's a beautiful miracle that God's blessed our world with, blessed doctors with in creating this. I'm not against it at all. But I also understand that we have treatments and now they're even working on a pill that can help you if you get sick that are just as beneficial as a, as a vaccine. And so where does this leave us as Americans? It leaves us with multiple options for fighting this virus. And we should be able to talk to our doctors and make the best decision for ourselves and our families on how we want to handle it. Now, I'll tell you, for me and my family, we worked the whole pandemic. No one in my household has gotten COVID. We're all healthy, and we're all under the age of the 50 mark that we discussed earlier. So therefore, when I look at who's at high risk of the, the virus, I don't meet either one of those categories, so therefore I'm not going to put it in my body. But for those of you who are mad at people who don't want to get it, I also want to say that there's a study from Israel that has come out that shows that men ages 16 to 29, 11 out of 100,000 patients who are vaccinated are getting myocarditis. 11 out of 100,000. A lot of you are going to go, well, that's not that many. No, and I agree with you. It's not that many. However, from February to May in 2020, one out of 100,000 people died under the age of 30 from COVID. So right there, the numbers tell you, and I fit into this category, a young, healthy male in between the ages of 16 and 29, I have a higher chance of having myocarditis from the vaccine than I do from dying of the virus. So when I know these numbers... I'm going to pick the lesser of the two. So therefore, I'm not going to get it. And then when you talk about vaccines for children, and I am going to get a little heated up over this one because I have three kids of my own. And if you ask any doctor in this country, if you ask any of them in this country, is there long-term effects from this vaccine in children? Is it messing with fertility in our young women and our young men? And the answer from any doctor, any scientist out there is going to be, we don't know. Now, there might not be any effect on it, and I pray that there's not. But the fact that you can't definitively tell me that there won't be repercussions of this in our young generation, I would tell you that if your child is young and healthy, stay away from it. They are low risk. Under the age of 18, we had 600 people die from COVID-19. 95% of those had underlying conditions. Under 18 years old, you, were, you have nothing to fear. 
But the fear of the unknown with the vaccine is greater than the fear of the, the virus itself. Now, I'm not telling you to be scared of the unknown, but what I'm saying is, is take the numbers and make a an educated decision on what you're going to do with yourself and your children. Again, I'm not against vaccines. I'm not necessarily for vaccines. Be able to choose what medicine and what treatments you want to take speaking with your doctors. And I will always believe that because this is America, the land of the free. Yeah. Going to masks. Should we wear masks? Should we not wear masks? Well, I just want to start by, by reading a quote from Dr. Anthony Fauci in 2020, where he said, the typical mask you buy from the drugstore is not really effective. He goes on in this email to say, it may provide some slight benefits if someone were to sneeze or cough, but he ends this email by saying, I do not recommend you wear a mask. This is Anthony Fauci, the man that you see on the TV all the time, is saying, I do not recommend you wear a mask. Now, a lot of you are going to say, well, he's kind of flip-flopped on that. And I would say, yeah, you're right. He's flip-flopped on it about a dozen times. Wear them, don't wear them. Wear two, don't wear them. Wear three, don't wear them. And what I'm going to say is, there are studies out there that show that the cloth masks that everyone's wearing and walking around with, they don't do anything. They do nothing. Nothing at all. There was a study from 2015 with healthcare workers. In that study, they found that surgical masks were described as poor when talking about penetration of particles. Said it only stopped 44% penetration of particles. That's a surgical mask. Of cloth masks, it said extremely poor. Wearing a cloth mask let through 97% penetration of particles. 97%. There are many studies out there that range on the N95s from anywhere from 40 to 60% capable of blocking, but the cloth masks do nothing. They do nothing. They had another study in Denmark in 2020 of 4,800 sample size, 4,800 people. They said of the ones who were masked, 1.8% of them contracted the virus, 1.8%. Of the people who were unmasked, it was 2.1%. So they were both roughly 2%. There is practically no difference in those numbers, but what the CDC came out and said was, we reject that study because it wasn't a large enough sample size, which I find hard to believe considering when you go to the CDC's website, and I have right here in my hand a printed table of their studies and on the top of the list the one that they cite the most says it was a study of 139 people you remember 4800 people in denmark that wasn't large enough that's what they said it wasn't a large enough sample size but right here it says 139 people in a hair salon and they took two hairdressers who had symptoms and we knew were affected and they said universal masking in the salon by local ordinance. They came back and said that 67 of the 139 people had no COVID infections and that were available for follow-up. So what you're going to tell me is, is that you took a hair salon, two people, 
who were sick, we knew they were sick, you masked them up and you say, okay, well, no one was sick. Well, you didn't even get you didn't even get a response from half of those people. It was also self-reported, and it also was only 139 people. But yeah, Denmark's 4,800 people weren't enough. Do you see where I'm going at with this? The last study from COVID from the CDC's website. Sample size, 169 countries from January to May in 2020. The population studied was the whole country. 169 countries where masking was mandated or recommended. The duration of the mask wearing for these five months in public had a negative association with per capita mortality rate from COVID-19. What does that say? That says in 169 countries, through five months of mandatory masks, the death rate got worse. Now, I'm not saying that wearing a mask makes you more capable of dying from COVID-19, but what I am going to say is that wearing the cloth masks does not protect anything or anyone from anything. It does nothing. And I can confidently say that because the numbers say that. Now, one would argue that the N95, yes, from from majority of the studies, they could stop 40 at best 60%. So what you're telling me is if you wear an N95 mask and you are, you've tested positive for COVID-19, you still have a 50-50 shot of giving it to somebody if you were wearing the mask. And I'm sorry, 50-50 odds is not that great. Now, I'm not going to tell you not to wear a mask or to wear a mask. If you feel more comfortable wearing a mask, fine, go for it. But this is what I will say, and this is what should have been said from day one with COVID-19, is that if you are sick, if you feel symptomatic, if you have a fever, if you're coughing, if you're sneezing, stay home. Don't go anywhere. Go to the doctor if you need to, get medicine if you need to, and if you have to, for some reason, go out for groceries or for whatever reason, you should wear an N95 mask and stay away from people the best you can. But guess what? In America, we have this awesome thing called curbside pickup. Use it. Stop making the rest of the country, the other 99% of the country who are at low risk of this virus, do things that aren't scientifically proven at all to do anything. Enough is enough. And if you need more evidence that the masks are just a joke from our politics, then look at the news. Look at your own president who was seen over the weekend in a store that was mandatory masked up and he was maskless. Look at former presidents having birthday parties, including inviting hundreds of people not masked. Look at your governors walking the streets during the riots of 2020, shoulder to shoulder, holding hands, not wearing a mask. If you need more evidence that the masks aren't for your health, then just open your eyes. Open your eyes. You've got Gavin Newsom having lunch with his family of, I think it was 14 people, shoulder to shoulder in a restaurant while you're telling your whole state that you can't go out and live your life. But yet I can. And I can do it without a mask. You look at Nancy Pelosi who says you can't go get your hair done. But I, I'm more important than that. I'm going to go do it and I'm not going to wear a mask. If you need more evidence that the masks are just a form of control, then open your eyes. 
get fired up over this because this is ridiculous. This is a ridiculous power grab for control. And if you can't see that, it's because you don't want to see it. It's simply that. You don't want to see it. You don't want to admit that you're wrong. Why do you think that Dr. Fauci hasn't come out and said he's wrong? Because no one likes to say that they're wrong. But he was wrong. The numbers show that he was wrong. So what I want to tell you in, in, in the second episode of COVID-19 is open your eyes to what's really going on in our country. You've got people across the world in Australia completely locked down. They can't do anything. How is that a life to live? Germany just yesterday announced that they're going to be locking down their unvaccinated people so that they can control a virus. How is this any different than segregation in any time in America? We're supposed to be better than segregation. We're supposed to be better than forming division in our people. We are supposed to be better than that. But yet we're not. And so what I ask of you is that you open your eyes. Do the studies. Stop listening to your politicians, to Anthony Fauci to the news, to social, social media, is garbage. It's garbage. It's ridiculous. They live off of fear. They are motivated by fear. We, as Americans, cannot be motivated by fear. We, as Christians, cannot be motivated by fear. Faith over fear. We started the podcast, 2 Timothy 1.7. I've not come to give you a sense of fear but of sound mind, power, and love. I want to encourage you, choose sound mind, choose love, choose power over fear in this country. Enough is enough. Stop being divided on what you think compared to what someone else thinks. If you want to get vaccinated, great, go for it. If you want to wear a mask, great, go for it. But if you don't, then don't. And stop arguing with people about it. Yes or no, live your life. Make your choices. But what I want to encourage you to do is make your choice off of faith, not fear. Make it off of facts, not fear. Through the past two weeks, I've given you numbers. I've given you data. I've given you statistics. I want to encourage you guys, look up Dr. Scott Atlas if you want more information. Dr. Scott Atlas. Dr. Lee Merritt. She studied the coronavirus before it hit America. Listen to Dr. Lee Merritt. Dr. Robert Malone, who was part of a team that created an mRNA virus, I mean vaccine, excuse me. Listen to these people, look them up. Dr. Scott Atlas, Dr. Lee Merritt, Dr. Robert Malone. Look them up, read their books, listen to their studies. They know what they're talking about. They're qualified to talk about it. They're in the trenches studying it, unlike some people like Anthony Fauci. They're in the trenches. They're doing the studies. They are the ones giving us the data. Look them up. Listen to them. Guys, I really appreciate you joining us on these two weeks. I know I got fired up this week. I'm passionate about where we're at in our country. I'm passionate about what is right and what is wrong. And I really want to encourage you guys, especially this week through the last two episodes, if you like what you hear, if you agree with what you hear, please share us on Facebook. Find us on Facebook and like the page. Share us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please share this with your friends your family. Next week, I'm going to conclude 
our COVID-19 talk, I'm going to encourage you to stop being divided at the holidays, to show a smile to someone in the, in the, in the stores. Stop hiding your smiles. Stop hiding behind fear. Like I said, guys, find us on Facebook, like us, share us. Let's grow this community, guys. It's not about Tyler Campbell. All glory and honor to God to build this community, faith over fear. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you tuning in. I hope you uh, enjoy your week, and we'll talk to you next week. Let us